Hi, hello, namaste to all my listeners. I'm your host, Sartak Varshne, and I welcome you all to the Balls of Steel show, where you get an insight into the business mindset of the entrepreneurs. Dhandoni Soch. Hi guys and welcome back to the Balls of Steel show and today we are doing a recording session probably so many days continuously and having so many beautiful amazing guests with us from all around the nation and today we have someone from Bangalore but this person has traveled all the way to Bangalore from Dehradun and running an amazing textile business right uh from Bangalore okay so i won't do a much of delay because there is a lot of information that's there there's a lot of masala and uh, when i say masala because there's something different that uh, this guy is doing out there with textile okay so let me welcome on board saurabh agrawal hi saurabh how are you and saurabh's from resha mandi guys how are you saurabh hey i'm good i'm good i'm doing fantastic man <laughs> and nice man saurabh saurabh i like your energy bro how, how's everything going how's resha mandi going Everything is fantastic. Risha Mandi is running full throttle. We are oh, swamped. Nice. <laughs> it's good to hear businesses are swamped. Otherwise, you know, we've been listening to other uh, other part of the news. Business going down. This happening. That happening. COVID. I'm happy to listen that you are swamped with work. Great. That's a good news, Saurabh. Yeah. That's great. So, Saurabh, let me begin by asking you our signature question. Okay. That what's the business that you are into because of which we are gonna say that you've got. the balls of steel i am sure you will not call us ball of steel you will call us <laughs> ball of titanium when you get to know what we are doing that's the first okay. thing okay so okay what, yeah so for what business we are in why do i say not steel and titanium because uh-huh. uh, resha mandi is into a business of uh, organizing a totally unorganized sector okay on top of it it's a supply chain ops heavy on top of it this number of stakeholders and type of stakeholders we deal with we are farm to fashion so okay. basically we are dealing with farmers and uh-huh. high end brands both so you can imagine okay. the type of pain we go through when we are dealing with these people right, right? so it will be apt to call us ball of balls of titanium and not steel now oh what business we are in we right. are in business of organizing the natural fiber supply chain starting from farm to uh-huh. fashion so mm-hmm. essentially if you see cotton or silk or viscose or jute or any natural fiber mm-hmm. we start from the farm we give uh, all the iot uh, we give all the technology interventions we give them a platform mm-hmm. and then input output linkages to all the stakeholders at multiple levels okay until the finished goods have reached the customer so if you are looking at a sari mm-hmm. or a linen shirt so our agenda is that linen shirt from which farm did the cotton start all mm-hmm. the way up till how it was spun how it was uh, reeled and then who manufactured it end to end traceability into the natural fiber supply chain same goes with silk my god that's quite a lot of work i should say you've got balls <laughs> of titanium <laughs> 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 legend i i mean very honestly sort of you explained it in a very 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 good sophisticated precise manner okay and me being me i've understood probably 75 to 80% of it right but mm-hmm. my listeners who are trying to understand every bit of it right i would want you to explain the entire process in detail but before that before you start literally are you are working with farmers to the fashion people <laughs> that's legit balls of titanium because i can i can understand like farmers are a different category of people altogether and fashion people are a different category i mean and plus beech mein bhi jo hazar log aate honge right so dealing with okay. every category of people that's a huge yes. task yes. that's a that's a task yeah. I, i would say that's yeah. a that's a big task kudos man kudos love that okay sorry so, so help my listeners understand that uh, what exactly is the business so let's say we we'll, we'll go only uh, one one by one so let's say we pick up silk or let's let's start with silk Absolutely. okay so yeah, so there are hmm. uh, yeah sorry tell me tell me tell me please so so basically uh, there are multiple categories of natural fibers right like mm-hmm. i said cotton hai silk is there then viscose is there jute uh-huh. is there everything is there let's take an example of silk hmm. 
So in silk, what happens from farm to fashion, basically, let's uh, look at that life cycle and where do we work on? Hmm. So silk starts from uh, chaki centers, for example, right? Mm -hmm. And chaki centers are nothing but uh, the seed producing units. If you right. were dealing with wheat, probably, right? So you will first sow the seeds and then right. you will get the produce. So what right. happens is these chaki centers, so uh, they uh, basically rear uh, something called eggs and produce mm -hmm. larvas. So we start from there. These okay. larvas we provided to the farmers, high quality larvas, which are tested and graded. We provide them to farmers. Mm -hmm. Now we provide the uh, provide farmers with these inputs plus in other inputs that they need. They need mm -hmm. chemicals. They need uh, fertilizers for their field. They need uh, sheds. They need uh, disinfectants. So all those inputs are provided to the farmer. Mm -hmm. Now what will happen is a farmer will produce uh, what is called cocoons from uh, these larvas right so right. It, it takes approximately a month to produce these so 21 days mm -hmm. they will produce that resha mandi will go in and buy that produce we will give them that linkage okay so at farmer leg we are giving both input and output linkage to them okay now once we have the cocoons with us we'll give the input and output linkage to somebody called reelers these are the okay. guys who will take this raw material of cocoons boil them and uh, basically draw out yarns from them Mm -hmm. So we give those cocoons to reelers and they draw out yarns and we again give them the output linkage for yarns. Right. Now what happens in the supply chain? We move right. up. Right. We take the yarn, we give the like, that linkage to our weavers who are sitting all across the country. India mm -hmm. weaves from north to south, right? And right. East, west, east to west. Right. So we give those yarns to Banaras, to Dharmavaram, to Salem, to Kanjipuram, mm -hmm. to northeast and to Chanderi, Jaipur, everywhere. These Indian silk yarns, which are drawn primarily out of Ramnagar, Siddhaghatta in South, mm -hmm. these are distributed across weavers in all the major weaving clusters in India today. Mm -hmm. So we provide that linkage to weavers. We help them with capital as well because okay. there are working capital cycles here. Right. Now, once weavers have produced saris, for example, mm -hmm. let's just take one category. Those sari linkages are provided to weavers. We procure those saris and then those linkages, uh, those saris basically are provide mm -hmm. are sold in turn to retailers. Okay. Your Samskriti silks, your other uh, silk houses where you mm -hmm. buy these uh, beautiful silk saris, they are provided to them okay. all over the country. Okay. So that's the whole supply chain starting from farmer inputs until the retailer where we supply saris to them and mm -hmm. other fabrics to them. Okay. So that's the whole supply chain. And then you walk in into the store and you buy a sari for your mom or wife or girlfriend or okay. sister or whosoever. So okay. that's the whole silk supply chain at each level, how we are disrupting it. Okay. So is this the, is this the process same for other materials also like, uh, like for cotton and other parts also, like with obviously certain similar changes. Yeah, with a little nuances to it, more or less, it remains the same. Obviously, okay. wool uh, differs a little because it's uh, grown on an animal, not right. on a field. Mm -hmm. But yeah, cotton follows the same. Instead of reeling, there is ginning and spinning. But end of the day, weavers use it mm -hmm. and then the end products are made. But yeah, more or less, there are nuances to other categories, but right. uh, more or less the supply chain hops like this. Okay, so if I have got this thing right, Saurabh, what you have done, you've got yourself into every uh, segment of the supply chain, okay? And you're making sure that you are the ones who's regulating the whole industry or the whole supply chain for every part of it or for the different categories altogether. And you are maintaining the quality there. You are putting uh, the technology inputs there with which those trackings and stuff can come into picture. And hence, uh, probably your... Uh, your you know deliverables and your outputs are better than any anything else is the, is that it uh, absolutely absolutely so we do tech interventions at each layer or at mm -hmm. each stakeholder we do quality assessments mm -hmm. there is no information arbitrage everything is available on our app mm -hmm. pricing to quality everything is tagged Okay. So it's a tech play. There is no information gap. Nobody okay. is fooling around saying, hey, boss, this should be 3000 rupees per kg. It should, your produce is only worth 3000 3, rupees a kg uh -huh. while it was worth 3500. So it's a total transparent supply chain now okay. for all stakeholders. Okay. So that's nice. Yeah. So I, I understand that, you know, 
what you've done with the technology part is really amazing right but i would want to understand sort of that uh, i would under- i would want to understand the need of such a you know integration because if i try to look at it the one thing which i can see is that you have helped every member in the supply chain right in regulating their work and providing them with regular work also right and helping them uh keep a constant uh, cash flow also but otherwise also if i look at it every member of the supply chain would have been doing the job doing this job just that their marketing and selling would have been increased as a as a as as a, as an effort on their part which is something that i believe you guys have taken care of right now because you are linking the outputs also right now right so what was the real need that you guys came into the picture so there were two things essentially if okay. you ask me one was there is a story behind how we came across this and how uh, we we got to silk and then cotton okay uh, i can touch upon that so let's start, let's let's start let's start so. let's start with the story then saurav and then you hit oh, on okay. this question also <laughs> okay let's start with the story <laughs> okay okay yeah, yeah so so what happened was me and mayank i was uh, in us at that time 2020 uh-huh. okay feb i got a very innocent ping from my other co-founder who knew, who has who is my school mm. friend as well we have known right. each other for 15 20 years now so i got a innocent ping in february 2020 saying uh, sarav we i'm trying to do something in mm-hmm. handicrafts handloom and i need some tech help i was a techie all along in my life and mm-hmm. uh, well settled in us for four four and a half years at wow. that time right so i said okay i'll help you uh, and we started discussing the idea initially was to build a platform for all these artisans handicraft right. and handloom okay essentially right so that is where we started and then uh, we kept talking and we said okay boss this category is too big handicraft or handloom dono karenge to mar jayenge let's do one thing at a time let's do handlooms okay. so we focused on handlooms hmm. and then in handlooms we got to figure out ke boss isme to bahut zyada category hai ha. the category of silk and cotton are too big hmm. uh, right and then there is jute and wool as well and other things as well in handloom so right. what should we do hmm. then we narrowed down on silk Uh, mm. primarily because uh, we saw that there is no disruption that has happened in silk supply chain right cotton uh, india basically british came to india for cotton right and right. spices so right. we know india is a cotton producing state mm. so we saw silk as a very big opportunity where disruption has been held by the government where central silk board and state governments have been primarily working but there has no no there has been no private players in it so we saw that okay competition wise it is less right then we saw disruption has not happened mm-hmm. and then the timing was actually a very critical part to all this because we started our operations in march april 20 which was the covid time right and that's when we started gathering data around the silk market how big the market is what inefficiencies it has mm-hmm. so uh, we met central silk board because of covid the mandis were uh, were uh, non functional the mm-hmm. produce was getting wasted there were a lot of challenges right and then when we actually analyzed the whole supply chain we saw a lot of inefficiencies and two primary things which were uh, which were missing one was trust Mm-hmm. because there were a lot of middlemen in the whole supply chain farmer se leke reeler ko de rahe reeler se leke they are giving it to weavers weaver and retailer there are multi level uh, traders wholesalers and stockists which are there so we knew that information arbitrage is there across the supply chain right. hence there is no trust right. mediator is needed right. and then there is because there is no information there is no quality transparency in this supply chain right and coupled with the market size or the all what you call in the vc world right tam right. Uh, total addressable market what we whatever we could calculate at that point of time we mm. saw okay this is a huge opportunity and because of covid there is more distressed uh, or this uh, mm. distressed in the supply chain so we saw thought okay silk se start karte hain right we'll start with silk and we had our parallels drawn in our mind ke okay similarly it will work in cotton similarly it will work in jute mm. so we were like okay chalo let's start with that so if you ask our usp or you ask what we are primarily eliminating mm-hmm. we are eliminating eliminating the deficiency of trust in the supply chain okay we are providing transparency mm-hmm. and with the outcome of that is the quality assurance across the supply chain so those are the two usps we work with 
okay so right now with this story you have basically answered three to four questions like what was your usp aapne wo bata diya awesome <laughs> <laughs> i like that energy nice yes you also answered that what was the need but saurabh i am really shocked yaar that <clears throat> and if possible i would want you to give me some numbers like the industrial numbers wherein my listeners can also understand that this industry was untapped like we know amazon is there we know misho is there right now right and 2020 has been the year where these two companies have and obviously flipkart have been growing all like crazy and misho being a social commerce website has been providing uh, you know uh, business to lots and lots of uh, small retailers around the country but still the supply chain of silk and uh, this whole market was being untapped how big is it could you give me some numbers okay that's a very interesting number that always gets asked from the investors okay. i know so uh, <laughs> one one thing to uh, one thing to no one to... i become your investor sort of some day yes i look forward <laughs> to it <laughs> Uh, one thing to uh, actually uh, note about all this is mm-hmm. that most of the players in the market today are right. focusing on the horizontal uh, expansion uh-huh. so they have many categories and they are touching only one leg nobody is going deep and vertically integrating the supply chain mm-hmm. what we figured was uh, a ecosystem if you could provide a ecosystem to vertically integrated to the whole supply chain mm-hmm. we ca- we will be in a position to control pricing we will be able to give better quality mm-hmm. and solve more problems for the stakeholder mm-hmm. so being in uh, a category if i compare myself horizontally right mm-hmm. so hum log fabrics kar rahe hain we are doing fabrics we are doing shirts we are doing home and furnishing we are doing other sarees obviously skds mm-hmm. and other things mm-hmm. but those are at one leg only but nobody went down the supply chain right once you get and it's not easy to work my man right. down the supply chain that's why i called ourselves titanium right because uh, the, the the stakeholders are nuanced yeah. it's a tough market to crack right so i think that is where uh, the basic difference is being horizontally integrated or being vertically integrated so mm. we started vertically with silk and now we are horizontally expanding with cotton and other initiatives that we have and with capital i think uh, sone pe suhaga rahega wo <laughs> right 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 that's that's great yeah i mean <clears throat> that's a clear indication that how you guys are adding value to all these members and how you're taking this forward but as you mentioned right that the numbers are really huge and up so i'm just wondering kitne bade numbers honge in terms of tams amazon so okay, right i missed that yeah so just tell me the tam at least Uh, so uh, what we are looking at is a 70 to 80 billion dollar market are you crazy seriously right and that's our <laughs> yeah and that's our analysis uh, bottoms up because in this supply chain towards the top end where all the retailers and uh, these players are sitting uh-huh. uh, it's not that straight forward to calculate tam because uh, uh-huh. filings and other things are not that good right right it is unorganized so getting to actual number Uh-huh. we have our thesis for going bottoms up ki kitna uh-huh. acreage under plantation hai kitna oh. acreage kitne farmers hai so we have built our thesis around it and we are looking at 70 to 80 billion dollar market with if we talk only about silk there are around 45 lakh silk farmers and uh, the count of reelers who reel yarns out of them are around 1 and 1/2 to 2 lakh reelers are there okay weavers we will not be able to calculate because uh-huh. there is no accurate data available Right. but as you know from uh, you can get a himachali shawl you can get a banarsi sari you can get a jodhpuri making you, india weaves all across india we weave true, right true. so weaver base is huge in india right and then retailers and consumer base in itself uh, you can look at the retail market in india the textile retail market right so our analysis is 70 to 80 billion dollar ballpark my goodness fuck that's crazy I mean, seventy billion is the damn shit, man. I, <clears throat> and honestly, I cannot imagine that this market was untapped. So, kudos to you and your co-founder that you guys took this up. I mean, from I don't know, from where did this idea? So, where did this idea really come from? The handloom or handicraft? Me, Jana. Why not something? I mean, he sweetly pinged you. I got that. But why did he ping you? I want to know that. 
हैंडलूम में जाते हैं हैंडलूम से इट वाज लाइक एक कैटेगरी में जाते हैं इट इट टुक अस 3 4 मंथ्स टू गेट टू सो फरवरी मार्च अप्रैल कंटीन्यूअस डिबेट्स ऑफ मी बीइंग इन यूएस ऑल नाइट लॉन्ग कॉल्स विद हिम एंड एवरीथिंग डूइंग रिसर्च एंड एवरीथिंग सो इट वाज अ डेलिबरेट एक्शन फ्रॉम अस कि सिल्क को टैप करते हैं बट देन इनिशियल सीड आई थिंक ही ऑलरेडी हैड दैट एज कि इस मार्केट में कुछ करेंगे सो वो तो फिर प्रॉबेबली यू नो बचपन का एच होगा विच आई विच आई वुड से आई शुड गेट माई एंक ऑन द शो एज वेल समाइम एंड देन आस्क अबाउट दैट एच बिकॉज दिस इज दिस लॉन्ग एच आई वुड से ओके सो वीव गॉट अ बेस आइडिया की फ्रॉम वेयर डिट द आइडिया कम फ्रॉम बट दट्स दट्स अ रियली ग्रेट आइडिया यार एंड बिफोर वी प्रोसीड हेड लिस्नर्स दिस इज लाइक आई डोंट नो एन एथ नंबर ऑफ टाइम आई एम रिपीटिंग दिस ऑन द पॉडकास्ट एंड आई डोंट नो हाउ मैनी मोर टाइम्स विल आई डू सो बट आई कैनॉट स्टॉप डूइंग दिस इज वेल this is another example from another amazing company that the idea is there in front of you you just need to see it and you would only see it once you are completely deep into your work and so deep that you can see everything clearly and you see a problem statement with a social cause which has a higher impact and you want to solve that that's when you get a vision that's when you get a business idea and that's when this thing starts happening anything you would want to add to the sorab absolutely so one thing very common it's a uh-huh. saying i think worldwide you throw a stone uh, uh, in bangalore it will land up on a software engineer right everybody knows this <laughs> trust me you throw a stone a little harder it will land up on a silk farmer that that's how much silk okay. is all around bangalore but nobody oh sees Sorry, right? And when you say it is in front of you, it is actually in front of you. When you go to Mysore, you when you go to Sakleshpur, uh-huh. everywhere there is silk. But it's right in front of you, but it it's still not in front of you. You need right. to have that eye. That's all. Right, right. That's that's great, guys. So <laughs> you're listening it from the founders themselves. Okay. So this one question that I have now, Sorab, is that <clears throat> how are you really competing? I mean, see, the idea is great. Everything's great. The execution is great. But how are you competing with the big giants? Like I don't want to name the giants, but you know the big giants in the textile industry who are there in Gujarat, Ludhiana, and all these places who have been into the business for ages. And what you are doing was is something that if they would have thought of, or I don't, or I, honestly I don't know if they are even executing this or not. But they could have executed probably in the blink of an eye, right? So how are you really competing with them? Okay, so one thing is our USP to the businesses mm-hmm. per se is the vertical integration that we have. Right. If you think about X Y Z silks, or you uh-huh. uh, think about A B C cottons, uh, textile mills or private limited, right? They will be sourcing yarns from somewhere and producing mm-hmm. one material. So that they are most of the stakeholders that we deal with. Are sitting only at one leg. When we our teams go and they t- tell them the story, that boss, we will give you the traceability all across the supply chain where it is coming from, sustainably sourced and natural fibers. They're mm-hmm. like, oh man, these guys have gone deep into it, and it's not easy for everybody to vertically integrate. Everybody is sitting at one leg, right. but when that whole story comes along. i think that has a power to it so when you go to a retailer you tell him ki boss i can tell you where these cocoons were reared and which farm it came from this is how the quality is coming out to be and why it is coming out to be those retailers are just right. floor right they have everybody has their own specialization but nobody integrated in that into a ecosystem that's why ah. there is no competition we want to get people together jab dosti karne se kaam chalta hai dushmani kyu karni bhai i like that sir it's nice kya baat hai that's really nice that's really nice uh, approach to it so so since we're talking about approach sir why don't you tell me like what's the mission and the vision of the company so mission and the vision is to become the largest Uh, B2B ecosystem of natural fiber supply chain 
in mm. the world that's that's the broad level thing okay. and my teams keep asking us ke, uh, what is the mission and the statement to that the answer is to be the leader in farm to fashion in natural fiber that's the mission wow whenever you whenever somebody wears a linen shirt cotton shirt pure cotton shirt uh-huh. or a pure silk sari or anything right they should be assured it if it has come from reshamandi <coughs> supply chain it is sustainably sourced it is natural and it is uh, handled with care right that's what it is okay so now i have this very peculiar question saurabh here that you know in i don't know if you know this or not but uh, at least i know that there are brands out there okay which are mm-hmm. very i would say expensive brands okay there are high fashion brands and then there is uh, and what these brands also come up and say that you know our clothes are made by artisans these are all natural clothes and then all the things that you said right now are the things that are claimed by the brands also but then obviously there is no direct proof it's just the brand value that a consumer is holding on to because of which the brand is charging a premium price okay mm-hmm. so now when this thing stands out there the brands such brands are definitely sitting low, sitting on board load of money now they, then we look at the retailers also okay retailers also have similar stories to sell retailers you go to a retailer let's say if i talk about a normal retailer in a lajpat nagar you know he'll also say that madam ye kapda yahan se aaya hai isse banaya usse banaya good some might trust some might won't trust but if you are already catering to the b2b segment and if you have that technology in place which can tell a retailer that this yarn was you know seeded here i hope i'm naming the right process please forgive me if i don't this uh, cocoon was made here whatever it is right why not tell the similar story to a consumer so that the consumer also knows that okay what i'm wearing right now this is the life of the product this is where this whole product began from why not do that uh, there are short answer is there are plans to do it you will okay. get a sari probably with a tag you scan it with your okay. mobile app and it will tell you the journey of the sari starting from farm to it in your hand how many hops it took and how it uh-huh. got into the life basically that is the plan we are putting up a blockchain on top of all the supply chain where the traceability wow. is there okay and the same thing will be available via b2b platforms as well consumer uh, angle also reshamandi is exploring right now as we talk we are putting uh-huh. up a consumer platform where all this will be available yes that's it. that is in the plan that blockchain is the can... only way where we can give a consumer a tamper proof uh, validation ah. ke, okay this is what it is matlab guys hum log kahan baat kar rahe hain blockchain abhi tak ke liye india mein sirf crypto hai ye dekho ye inhone kapdon mein blockchain laga di hai kya baat hai imagination honi chahiye sath <laughs> my god my god that's a crazy imagination that you guys have sorted but i am so happy to see and so glad to know that you guys are coming up with this because i can see that in the future and even as the markets are growing in the and the consumer today is becoming more and more aware of what they are consuming and how are they uh, you know acquiring it they want to know the story that how is this product being made and after covid i see that people are becoming more and more health conscious with everything that they do and you know we have, we have got so many brands which are coming up which are health conscious sustainable go green brands and then then you guys coming to picture this is literally i mean this is one of the best of the best things that can happen for any wearable stuff that you guys are wearing i mean you buy it from anywhere so sort of if i have to just try to look at the working of it so is it going to be like let's say if i buy a cloth from any xyz store right be it online or offline and uh, if the resha mandi tag is there i can uh, literally you know see that where this product did this product come from or that product should be bought from you which kind of uh, workflow are you going towards you will be able to see where did this product come from basically what was the journey this product came from so okay. for example prasanna reddy in uh, sarjapur uh, karnataka reared the cocoons for this uh-huh. kaleem in uh, ramnagar reared the yarn for uh, reared the yarn for it and then uh, 
for example uh, bunkar studio in uh, banaras weaved the sari for you and that's how and then uh, the sari is made available at uh, xyz silks uh, from where you are buying it so you will see the end to end uh, thing my imagination would take them to the farm photos and the photographs also but yeah that's a technological hassle but uh, that would be a really great thing if i could see when i'm buying a linen shirt how did this shirt come into picture what was the story behind it so that's where it will be okay 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 but uh, you know i i still want to know that this tag would be like on all the products be it or uh, be uh, uh, even it doesn't matter that i buy it from your store or uh, it has to be bought from your store only to know where did this product like to know the whole supply chain of no. this so we are a b2b platform essentially we are just venturing into b uh, d2c mm-hmm. but uh, B2B wise, anybody, any retailer who is sourcing uh, or who is attached to Resha Mandi, from that you'll get the same experience. That. Okay, that's a lot, lot of technology talk going on and what can be done in the future is going on. So on that note only, Saurabh, why don't you help me understand that what kind of technology are you using that you have integrated into this whole stuff? Okay, so there are four or five pillars of technology that we have. Right. Let's start from the bottom leg of it. Okay. So farmers at the farmer level, we have uh, our own IoT devices, basically uh-huh. to monitor the farm and the rearing sheds and other things and the soil moisture mm-hmm. and uh, everything else to improve the yield at the farm so that farmers okay. get more income. Basically, that's one of the value right. proposition. So all these IoT technologies are hardware devices with uh, cloud and everything else, mm. SMS notifications in mobile app notifications and other things. Right. Then we have a layer on top of it, which is an AI ML based layer, primarily computer vision based, mm. where we do quality assessment of whatever produced we are procuring. So okay. it's like, it works like a Google lens. Uh, you take pictures or you hover over the uh, produce your mobile with camera on and it tells you what is the grade of uh, this produce and uh, how much price it will fetch. So scientific oh. grading is being done there. Nice. Now all this is integrated into a supply chain platform that we have built in-house, which is end-to-end starting from farmer inputs to retailers. Mm-hmm. Basically every time a good moves from uh, A to B point, it is captured on, on my platform. Uh-huh. We know where the cocoons went the yarn was made from it, where it went for weaving, then where it went yeah. for for selling to which retailer. Now that platform is there on which we are trying to layer blockchain right now. Mm-hmm. Plus for all the consumers in my supply chain, my consumers are not end customers right now, right? right. My consumers are these businesses. Businesses right. means right. farmers, retailers, weavers, retailers. For all of them, mm-hmm. we have a super app called Resha Mandi. It's available on Google Play, Play Store. They select their persona and then they log in. They will see correspondingly if uh, it's a realer, he will see what all cocoon lots we have available. If it's a retailer, it will he will see all the sari collection that is available on uh, Resha Mandi with Resha Mandi. Weavers will see yarns uh, they can buy directly from there. They can sell directly there for all input output. There is a super app which is there for the whole supply chain, right. which is available on Google Play Store. Oh, okay. so that's the technology play. Wow. <clears throat> so I mean, sorry, I think I'm going too fast. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> Chill. I mean, so I'm there to help you help it clarify for my listeners also. No. So that means um, yeah. we've got IoT. IoT means we've got multiple sensors on the ground, which are integrating like ESP8266 and I don't know what not with the cloud so that you have all those notifications coming in. So that's on the farmer side. On the second level, we have AI ML, which is definitely bouncer on my head. Okay, and then we have your platform, which is the consumer side, the front end part of it, which has uh, the logins and everything for the end consumer, which is the business consumer in this case right now, wherein they use the platform, they decide what to buy, how to buy, and eventually grow their entire business altogether, right? Absolutely, you got it right. Okay. चलो समझ आ गया मुझे बहुत कॉम्प्लिकेटेड बिजनेस नहीं था इजी था तो सौरभ एज यू सेड यू नो दैट फेब्रवरी के आसपास मयंक गेव यू अ स्वीट मैसेज एंड देन थ्री टू फोर मंथ्स ऑफ रिसर्च ओवरनाइट कॉल्स एंड द डिबेट दैट हाउ कैन यू हाउ यू कैन ऑपरेट फ्रॉम यूएस सो 
how long did you really take to develop this entire platform i mean this is a lot of work so let me take you through the journey then okay okay so uh, february is when we started talking may is when uh-huh. we april sometime we finalized okay okay this is what we want to do we registered resha mandi as a company private limited it's under the name of shapo services private limited we registered the name and then i started working on the tech platform initial app and putting up a erp system together mm. and mayank started working on the field here in bangalore in and around bangalore ramnagar and other places mm. so we were two people team right may we did all that okay and then june 1st is when we launched our first center a sourcing uh. center for farmers in sarjapur and we did okay. our first trade on 5th of june that is how it started Okay. So it was a primitive app and then a primitive ERP which we built and yeah. IoT devices were outsourced to a vendor. We started those experiments. AIML. Mm-hmm. I started reading about it and all the experiments we want to do there. Uh-huh. But that's how essentially it started. Right now, from June, July, August, we did business. We did our experiments. Ki IoT lagayenge to faida hoga na farmer ko. Theoretically it works, but practically it works or not. <laughs> so we did all those experiments. We did measurements and everything. And then uh, <laughs> uh, September is when we started reaching out to the market. Ki, okay, we have done this much of trade. This is the technology stack we have. <laughs> and uh, we hit the road for fundraise. October is when we closed our fundraise for the seed round. <laughs> and then uh, november december again the business continued and january uh, is when we bahut uh, sara due diligence hota hai i don't right. know if listeners know it or not so due diligence khatam hua everything got over june january is when we the funds hit our account okay and then uh, there was no looking back december is when i came back to india I took the bande matram flight came back okay. and then from january we started building the team growing the business and everything else around it now today we have around 20 sourcing centers across karnataka tamil nadu and andhra okay where these farmers can come in sell their produce it's like a mandi small mandi uh-huh. we have two fulfillment centers in ramnagar and sidlaghatta where all these reelers come in and buy cocoons from us and sell their yarns to us basically these are the two major reeling clusters of india then uh-huh. we have four yarn slash what do you call fabric uh, exchanges one mm-hmm. in banaras dharmavaram salem uh, and bangalore we have four uh, yarn exchanges with us so we right. are present in north and south of india today uh-huh. retailer wise we are serving to 200 pin codes today oh sorry wow. 600 pin codes today where uh, all uh, businesses are buying fabrics and yarns from us hmm. uh, across 600 cities in india right so that's where we are timeline wise and then uh, sorry what was the question i am sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god i i i guess i got so lost in your uh, entire journey that i guess even i missed the question that what <laughs> but but no worries no worries it's okay so I, i'm pretty sure that you answered the question seriously what was the question no worries we'll, we'll figure that out okay so uh <clears throat> so we've got the journey yaar but honestly like uh, seriously february 2020 you guys started and january 21 you guys got the funding yes we are aggressive That's way too aggressive, guys. देख लो ये Bangalore वाले लोग हैं startup, Bangalore के startup. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the essence of startup is all about execution. You can pick up anything, and you have to fail fast, and you have to execute. That's There true. There is no second guessing that. That's true. That's an insane execution that you guys did because even <clears throat> while you were telling me your journey, यार, I was listening to it. I'm like. एक महीने में आईओटी भी हो गया अभी ये ये भी डिसाइड कर लिया अभी दो लोग मिलके ये भी कर रहे हैं उधर ग्राउंड वर्क भी चल रहा है और यूएस से संभाल सो हाउ आर यू रियली मैनेजिंग सॉरी यू सेड यू हैड योर वेल एस्टेब्लिश्ड जॉब इन यूएस एस सो इन डे यू आर डूइंग योर जॉब यूर मैनेजिंग फैमिली इन द इवनिंग यूर डूइंग द स्टार्टअप एट द नाइट वॉज वॉज दिस योर लाइफ इट वॉज मोर डिफिकल्टैन मैन टेल मी टेल मी वॉट वॉज इट डू यू है 
for seven or eight months, <laughs> my life was hell. Basically, eight thirty to five thirty, six thirty, I was working uh-huh. with Cisco systems at that point of time. Okay. So five morning eight thirty to five thirty six ish, I'll be working on my day job with Cisco. And I have a, a supportive team in Cisco, which uh, knew he is up to something. But yeah, so I was working there. I would get a break of two three hours where I'll play with my kids and everything uh-huh. else. Evenings I'll spend with them, and then night I'll have my dinner, and then I'll get on a call with my uncle. So every day night nine o'clock ish to whatever two three, we would talk. He would be on road. He will be setting up things. Asa hora. This guy is saying this. This guy is saying that. He will take me on video to show me what is happening. This is how Monday functions. This uh-huh. is what the farmer looks like. This is what it is happening. This uh-huh. is the shed. What we need to do. So there was no work life balance. There was only work, or you can say there was life. That's all. That is your life. It Come on. <laughs> yes, that was life, and I, because I believed in what we were doing. Huh. It, it, I, I never felt anything around it. Once you believe in it, what you are doing, it just becomes your life, basically. So that's true. It, it was fine. My God, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's really really crazy. I mean, first of all, kudos to your speed. I mean, I still cannot imagine that two guys pulled this off at such a pace. Who who when and uh, who and when did you hire first employees? Who was he and when did you hire him? So our first employee was uh, Madhu Mahanta. Basically, he was hired. He had a tea shop next to the Sarjapur Center that my uncle was opening, and right. uh, he came in. That COVID is going on. Tea shop is closed. If you have any work, then give it to me. So Mayank said uh, he didn't know anything, no mobile, no laptop, nothing. He didn't know about anything, right? Mm-hmm. So he came for cleaning. Mm-hmm. So Mayank said, "Okay, you are hired. You sit here whole day. Farmers will come. I will tell you how. I will tell you how to grade them, how to list on the platform, uh-huh. how to give out rates, how to wait, and then how to dispatch it. And then I will be managing Ramnagar, the selling sales side of it. You do the sourcing side of it. So right. that was our first hire. Today he is cluster manager." He has his car. He operates a laptop. Excel में macros भी लगा लेता है. He does everything. That was our first hire. You know, honestly, Saurabh, ये ना मेरे दिल पे चोट लगी है. ठीक है, Excel में macros लगा लेता है. मेरे को आज भी नहीं आते macros लगाने Excel में. ठीक है. सार्थक जज्बा होना चाहिए. Come on. I swear to God, that one thing is like I am not able to crack that one thing. बार बार चली जाती है यार। नीदर 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 कैन कैन आई। 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 Uh-huh. we started prepping our guys to come on board technology wise also i started talking to few of my friends once i come back we'll i'm doing this would you be interested same with for supply chain operations mine started reaching out to his network so in january uh, before the funding hit actually we were already a uh, 20 people team and it was like boss agar account mein paisa nahi aaya na to apni jeb se deni padegi in logon ki salary so my but God. yeah we were lucky ke funding came <laughs> My God, took a lot of risk. <laughs> that's a lot of risk. Honestly, that's a lot of risk. So, tell me, like, uh, I can just imagine the challenges right now. This was a risk. Okay, US to operate, करना that is a very big challenge. I mean, पूरे दिन के काम के बाद इंडिया में जब मैं सोचता हूँ ना मुझे US के लिए कुछ करना है या कुछ भी सोचता हूँ मैं मुझे आ जाती है नींद, ठीक है? फिर मैं जाता हूँ सो. क्योंकि ऑलरेडी इतना सारा काम हो चुका है दिन में बट यू गाइस आर मैनेजिंग इट दैट्स दैट्स रियली इनसेन या अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट सौरभ इफ आई हैव टू आस्क यू व्हाट वाज योर बिगेस्ट चैलेंज द बिगेस्ट होल दैट यू फेस ड्यूरिंग योर जर्नी लाइक इन दिस जर्नी अपार्ट फ्रॉम द सॉफ्ट थिंग्स बिजनेस वाइज आई विल टेल यू द बिगेस्ट चैलेंज वाज अर्निंग ट्रस्ट अर्निंग ट्रस्ट ऑफ पीपल स्टेक होल्डर्स farmers reelers weavers because there was a set way of doing things already right uh-huh. then somebody comes along mm. a, a person who has relocated from us us se wapas aaye hain kuch karne ki koshish kar rahe hain traditional business right? they don't know shit about it so mm. that that is the mentality some people saw it okay educated people are getting into this nift ka ladka hai us return technology koi aa raha hai so they are trying to do something some people were supportive about it some people were right. like 
they don't know jack about this so uh, we uh. don't know so they, the biggest challenge was earning trust of our stakeholders and then educating them that there is a information arbitrage if you do this it will be better if you uh. do digitization uh-huh. otherwise technology interventions mobile app install karo usme advisories aayengi payments uh-huh. iske through aayegi you will not get cash you will get it into your bank account uh-huh. uh, technology adoption is a side effect of trust once they trust you and they know ki acha app mein ye sab dikhta hai my khata is visible on the app uh, uh-huh. my earnings are available on the app if i want to apply for loans or working capital it can be done via app so once they see that value gradually they adopt but earning trust was the biggest challenge and right now as we grow and we scale keeping that trust is the most essential thing in my opinion so how did you overcome that challenge like this is the challenge got it but unko samjhana very honestly especially all these people that you're handling i would deliberately ask you to leave aside the fashion people okay because they are tech friendly mm-hmm. talk about the realers talk about farmers talk about the uh, you know proper galle wale retailers how did you get through this because this challenge is a big challenge how did you get through these people they are not that no, easy to convince I, yes yes and no both okay so once you sh- show them the value right uh-huh. i think they are the easiest to uh, grab once you show a farmer ki your khata is available here or bank account mein paisa aa raha hai now the point is you are not getting cash you are not getting short change ki acha aap aapne becha 2200 ka bill bana tha aur aapko mil 2000 rupees hi rahe hain 200 rupees idhar udhar ho ja rahe hain right and then you are staying expenses this expenses that expenses but we are remitting directly to your bank account jo amount bola hai wahi amount aa raha hai you keep your promises once or twice right and then uh, they get hooked on to if I think that Bharat, which is there, no, the uh-huh. there is India and there is Bharat. Bharat is longing for technology. People need to come along and give them the right technology in their hands. They are open for it. They are open for it. It's a misconception that they will not uh, adopt. I think they adopt, but they need to see value in it. Once you show them the value, they will grab on. My God, I mean, <clears throat> this is such a beautiful line, guys. I'm gonna cut this out specially. send it to our honor prime minister <laughs> that we have got such great people jo itna bharosa karte karo fine startup india yeah. go for it tell me are you guys dpid certified we are dpi certified we recently won the best startup award in startup india in agriculture oh, sector as well nice 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 congratulations yeah. guys so who are your investors So our investors today are Creation Investments. It's a U.S.-based uh, private equity fund. Uh-huh. So they are our biggest investors right now, followed on by Omnivore, which is uh, primarily a agri-tech fund. Okay. Okay. So they also led our uh, seed round, and uh, the third biggest guy is uh, Strive, okay. which is a Japanese-based fund. So these these three primarily make our cap table, and then nice. there are smaller uh, people. some notable names there are nadar godrej is in uh-huh. with oh, us oh nice so those are the guys that's great so so going by the names and little being uh, biased about the country and locations i feel that you have led the funding part of the team uh, uh, no so uh, funding was pri- is and was led by mayank okay wow yeah So that's great, yeah. That's really great. So, did your location help you, Saurabh? Like, very honestly, uh, this is a this will this will help a lot of our listeners understand because you landed in December and January. You guys are funded. That means the talks started before uh, December, probably some three to four months back. That's I'll look Absolutely. at that kind of timeline. So, did your location help while you were in US? Because Mayank was talking to these US investors. No. No. It, it, it no it 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 did not help essentially it was okay. more of a hassle because every <laughs> fund we were talking to they were like bhai saurabh wapas aayega na <laughs> <laughs> so it was more to do with that uh-huh. but uh, yeah but uh, it helped in a way where uh, uh, mayam got a perspective i had a different perspective of how things work how technology will work uh-huh. so perspective wise it helped us but in fundraise essentially no Okay. But once I came back in our Series A round, it was more evident that okay, the founders believe in it so much that uh, he left everything and came back basically. 
नाइस नाइस चलो इन्वेस्टर को तो भरोसा हो गया ठीक है घर वालों को कैसे भरोसा दिलाया लाइक स्पेशली वाइफ एंड द पेरेंट्स एंड द इन लॉज लाइक दे आर लाइक यह सेटल्ड जॉब है यूएस में है अपना क्यों कर रहे हो ऐसा होता है आपके साथ क्या हुआ था आई थिंक पीपल टेक इट रॉन्ग बट बच्चा घर आ रहे बच्चा Uh, they they oh, they are only apprehensive that uh, until the time they see sure hai ki nahi hai sure hai ki nahi hai once you mm-hmm. are sure the ecosystem works around you and you get believers in the ecosystem so my wife was a big uh, uh, what do you say a believer if you want to do it i am all game i had a baby uh, daughter which was like 9 months old when we took the vande matram flight Okay. and she was like whatever it is uh, uh, if we got to do this we got to do this so i was lucky in that sense wow. and parents ka kya hai? i'll tell you what uh-huh. when i was going to us my parents were like us jaake kya karega yaar yahan pe itni achhi salary hai sab kuch hai well settled hai i was like mereko us ka perspective chahiye theek hai then they were there with me in us for one year and they were like yahan itni achhi life hai wapas jaake kya karega yaar <laughs> but then they eventually realized ki isko karna wahi hai jo iske mann mein hai and uh, they got that confidence so they are... oh my god jarev <laughs> i like the way you put that <laughs> i love the so way you put that works for you and your parents want the best thing for you right. so once they know that this guy wants this they will eventually come around it right 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 okay okay that's that's great yeah so one more thing sir like i'm pretty sure that your wife would be working when you guys were in us so was it difficult for her to leave the job come back in india and find something else or is she a part of the whole team no so there's a twist so my story is a twist yaar so she is a twist to my story <laughs> <laughs> she was working here all along in india okay when i told her ki i want to go to us and wahan uh, jayenge she was like main job nahi karungi i want to stay with my kids and i want to give good upbringing to them so for 5 years she was not working in us okay. so that's the story and once i decided to come back uh, we mutually decided to come back she was like uh, i'll come back and i'll also do my own thing so today she runs her own startup she is a cto at uh, technology company called she has founded a company called parikshram.com with my brother in law okay so she she has her own thing now uh, because there is more help wow. at home which is available in india which right. is not available in us true so, true <laughs> she's happy with what she is doing i'm happy with what i am doing and kya baat hai ye to startup family ho gayi oh my god i am literally wondering like 10 years or maybe 20 years down the line your daughters also <clears throat> do their own different startups right then the, the tag will become even more evident ye to startup family ho gayi char char startup ek families hai <laughs> my god sarab kudos to you all the best to you that and i wish that this happens in your family nothing could be better than this this is a really 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 good thing man really good thing thanks man thanks okay so arab so we have got a lot of understanding about the business all the challenges that you faced how you came back from us to india how you went to us ghar wala sath kya hua all done dusted now help me understand ki what's your background like the entire background bachpan tak pahunch jana entire background ha okay so i was born it's a very simple story i was born in dehradun okay we, my mother's family everybody is from hardwar or rishikesh and mm. we belong to that belt okay and then my dad was uh, working in atlas cycles uh, the cycling company you know <laughs> so uh, he was posted in sonipat haryana and then later on then 
MP, Gwalior MP. That is where I met Mayank as well. Okay. So I have done my primary education in Dehradun, then in Sonipat Haryana, then in uh, Gwalior Air Force School, Gwalior. Okay. And then I went for engineering in Rurki, which is closer to my hometown. Basically, uh-huh. that's what my parents wanted. Ke Rurki me passi raiga ghar pe. Wow. Tuwa nani chachi sab wahi rehte hai. Tu waha gaye. So, engineering kari, uske baad, uh, I came to Bangalore in 2006. Okay. 2006, I felt like it's a cute little city, <laughs> retirement paradise. Hai. I'll uh-huh. settle here, I'll not go back north now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I joined a services company called CGI, which, uh, which is like uh, Infosys of India, but uh, it is like Infosys of Canada. Okay. So they had the US government contracts and everything else. We built a financial system for, I was part of a team which built a financial system for TransUnion, Equifax, Discredit uh, wow. unions in US. Mm-hmm. That time, 2008, I traveled to US, they come and I saw everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like life at Bahar. But then uh, 2009-ish is when I realized I joined Cisco Systems by some one of my friends. That's a product company. And right. I figured out that boss, who is in Bangalore, has a salary in Bangalore. Hmm. He services not get anything in the product of the salary. So, he opened his eyes and Cisco joined in 2009. In uh. 2013, I, uh, I was working in Cisco on their network management platform. Part oh. of their initial team of five, six people. That right. team, when I left Cisco in 2013, I left Cisco. It was a 150 people team in Bangalore. Wow. So initial team members house me and then uh, 2013 I left Cisco to start my own venture. This is mm-hmm. Agresha Mandi is my second venture. Okay. First venture was called SDN Geeks, where we were SDN or networking technologies mein consulting. Kar rahe the. Okay. Four people, small team which got acquired by uh, then uh, a vendor called uh, Meru Networks. So oh. 2015, yeah, 2015 is when that acquisition happened and I got a call from my ex-boss in Cisco, who was in the US. He told me, now you've done your startup, you've done your startup, and we are building something similar. <laughs> so you'll get US exposure as well. I was like, why not? Let's give it a try. So I went to US in 2016 till 2019 or uh, 19 end. I was in US. Okay. Okay. Five, four, five, four and a half, five years. I stayed in US, California. Enjoyed ah, my life. I was California. Like, <laughs> <laughs> California, right? barbecue, kiya, sab kuch kiya, paat saal. That was the time I enjoyed my life, and the whole agenda was to Haan. gather as much uh, green currency as you as you can, so that you can start something when I get back home. Right. But in the meanwhile, when I was deciding that I have to go back, Mayank happened, Resha Mandi happened, and that's when I came back. <laughs> oh my God. And I, yeah, and first year of operations was funded primarily by me. Uh-huh. Mayank was here, and I was funding it and doing technology. Uh-huh. So, initial Sara bootstrapping, Manikia, that was my way of uh, doing Resha Mandi as well. Wow, that's, that's great, yeah. That's really, really great. So, I Good. Good. I'm happy. Sort i happy. i i SDN Geeks. SDN Geeks. So what did you pick up from that venture that you are applying in this company? And what was the failure in that startup? Like what was the biggest failure that you think so you had, which you are trying not to do here? Also? So both the questions. So biggest failure was, uh, I think that we have done good here is uh, we have to think big. Right. That time we were doing consulting. We had one client and everything. We were so engrossed with that client. We did not think big. We didn't go after newer clients, uh-huh. case expand, karte hai, bada karte hai. we were happy with it. But uh, the market was so huge, but we couldn't uh, think big or execute at that pace. So mm-hmm. that was uh, the primarily uh, primary learning. You have to think big. And the other thing is you have to execute. The mm-hmm. only thing that uh, is standing between success and failure is execution. Right. So. Uh, that is what I picked from there. Execution is everything. You fail or you succeed doesn't matter, but you need to execute. If you fail, right. you fail fast. If you succeed, you succeed fast. 
So execution and thinking big are the two things that my small stint there taught me. And okay. that is what I have been doing. Uh, and Mayank is again a very execution oriented guy. So together hmm. it became so Sone Pe Suhaga. So it is good. Sone Pe Suhaga. Wow. wow, wow. Kya baat hai. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you did this thing. You picked up that from there. So uh, sorry if I'm right to uh, like I-, I won't say I'm right. But I would want to listen from you also. That where do you think so the seeds of entrepreneurship got sown into you? business in chemical manufacturing and then uh, ran it for a year but it, it i think uh, from there i've seen him uh, doing it and failing doing it and failing so from there it was always there ki kaam apna hi karna acha so that was always there okay so that was always there jab ye when if this was always there then why did you get into like two two jobs sorry three jobs so We come from a middle class family, boss. So, ऐसा होता है कि कैंपस से प्लेसमेंट हो गया किला जीत लिया किला जीत लिया ये तो सच है. And 2006 is not the time when startup boom was there, right? True. And Flipkart and these guys uh, were Flipkart was not there actually. When I was in job, I think that is when I saw Bangalore में Flipkart है. हाँ, 2007 Flipkart started if I'm not wrong to remember. Yeah, right. Yes. So all those things were starting up. and i didn't want to go into traditional business because my whole family is in traditional business hum log yahan pe job karte the bangalore se fly karke jate the so all that was there so but when it i saw the startup game i saw how flipkart is doing things how snapdeal is doing things i read about those stories and everything that is when slowly it latched on okay and then there is something very specific in us and cisco Cisco being a product company, there are smaller product companies which get rolled out, and then they are acquired, mm-hmm. and how all that game works. Mm-hmm. Ecom and uh, these things which are there in India primarily are uh, a little different. In US, uh, when I joined Cisco, I got exposure to these product companies, small product companies making right. SaaS software, getting acquired. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is the place you want to be. Start a SaaS company right. and do all this. So, right. so it slowly वो रंग चढ़ गया हमारे ऊपर बस रंग चढ़ी ओह क्या प्यार से मतलब सारा पूरी English का एक हिंदी चढ़ाया था ना ऐसे like पूरा यूएस जा जाके मैंने वंदे मातरम फ्लाइट ले ली हम लाइक ओके तीन बार वंदे मातरम फ्लाइट पूरा इंग्लिश के हम पे रंग चढ़ी आई यू पोएट आल्सो डू यू राइट आल्सो कुछ शौक हो गया क्या शेरो शायरी कुछ बिल्कुल नहीं बिल्कुल नहीं अभी मैं बिल्कुल हां बोलेंगे नहीं अच्छा ओके ओके ठीक है बट बट स्वीट जस्ट ओके सो सॉरी वी हैव गॉट अ फेयर आईडिया बट टेल मी वन थिंग व्हिच कॉलेज वर यू इन रुड़की आईडी रुड़की और सम अदर कॉलेज नो 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 सो आई वाज इन कॉलेज ऑफ इंजीनियरिंग रुड़की इट वाज अ प्राइवेट कॉलेज वी वर द सेकंड बैच ऑफ दैट कॉलेज ओ माय गॉड सेकंड बैच माय आज तो उनको एलुमनस में नाम लगाना चाहिए हमारे कॉलेज का बच्चा यहाँ पहुंच गया है अब आओ हमारे कॉलेज नाइस वो उन्होंने लगा दिया लेकिन हमारे पास समय नहीं है वहां जाकर वो तो ठंड के चक्कर में वैसे भी नहीं जाओगे अब आप कि ठंड बहुत है ऊपर नहीं नहीं इधर नॉर्थ इंडिया बहुत ठंड है मत आना है बैंगलोर में खुश रहो प्लीज मैं मैं बैंगलोर आ जाऊंगा माई गॉड ओके सो दैट that's a lot of clarity sort of and i don't think that there's much left which i would want to know right but i would do i do want to know that what are your future plans of expansions with resha mandi and i guess one though is very clear in the b2c segment that you guys are coming up with apart from it is there anything else that you guys are planning so uh, primarily the plan is threefold okay. first thing is uh, basically diversify into cotton and tusser viscous that we have already started Uh-huh. organize that supply chain that we are aggressively working towards that the second thing is go digital on this because bharat doesn't only rely on digital physical angle is needed so we are planning to expand into 2000 pin codes across tier 1 tier 2 cities have more footprint on the ground uh-huh. and then the third biggest angle that we are exploring and 
trying to go explosive is uh, Resha Mudra, which is our financial arm, because we figured out that uh, working capital and short term loans is the need in this B2B segment. Right. So right. let's solve for that problem. Okay. So those are the three, four angles we want to explore aggressively going forward. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So sort of that's that's really the end of the podcast okay now before we actually end it if i would ha- ask you that what is your business mantra like you should have many what would that be uh business mantra it is mayank's mantra and i have adopted it internalized okay. it don't overthink just think and do wow that's great guys that's great and yeah, I apply and I do keep applying it, but Mesa's problem is that I am an overthinker, but I do also. But yes, this is a great mantra. Don't overthink, just do it. And if you overthink, you can end up into analysis paralysis, which is a very bad state to be into. So and also one more thing which I would want to, you know, say along with this is that <clears throat> with overthinking, you just don't do 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 the work. You and you can only improvise on the work. When you're doing something, you you need to do it. You need to figure out. And then as you know, Saurabh sort of already said, execute faster, fail faster, revamp faster. You need to do that all that quickly. Then only you can come out in flying colors. Anything else or that you would want to add to it? Nothing. I'm good. That's good. Okay, so with that said, Saurav, we are at the end of the podcast and I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you, listening to your story and Resha Mandi's story. It's, it's a lovely work that you guys are doing and I wish you best of luck for you, for your wife startup, for you and Mayank, both of you guys together. And I look forward to seeing you guys once I'm in Bangalore or whenever I'm in Bangalore, I'll definitely hit you up and it's it was a real real pleasure thank you so much for coming on the show man fantastic Sarthak. thanks for having me thank you bye-bye i hope that you're able to take back something insightful from this podcast and apply it in your life to be a better version of yourself and add to your dhandoni search if you know someone whom you think should feature on my podcast and has a very inspiring entrepreneurial journey then do drop me a dm on my instagram s-a-r-t-h-a-k V-A-R-S-H-N-E-Y Sartak Varshne Yeah, that's me I'm the founder of SV Clicks and SV Clicks is the producer of this show You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn as well with the same name If you're willing to listen to more of such unheard, inspiring stories of the entrepreneurs then don't forget to follow us by pressing that follow button on your podcast screen Thank you for being such an amazing audience Keep learning, keep growing We'll be back soon See ya.